Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. TheHoopBatDaily.com Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Hoodat and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, TheHoopBatDaily.com is your site. TheHoopBatDaily.com for the sport Hoodat in all of us. The Pro Shop, that's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop and who that too. Monday stream, we in the building. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. And like I've been saying for some time now, welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports fam. I'm Big Q. I'm in the building. Much love to the great Saint Think Tank. Much love to the Sports Coma and the family members, the entire Who That Nation. We in the building. Much love, fam. What's popping, fam? What's going on across the building, fam? How y'all doing? Please feel free to hit the like button, fam. Please feel free to hit the hell out the like button, man. Listen, we got a lot of news to cover in today's stream. A lot going on in the black and gold world. Not world, but world. A lot going on, man. A lot shaking and, and all around, moving all the way around. And after the Saints had uh some uh some inactivity all of a sudden today, it's a real an explosion of activity from the black and gold nation, man. 
as they look to make some moves. But it's becoming obviously clear, and we talked about this on the previous stream, about the black and gold not so much uh, addressing the wide receiver position from free agency. You know, it's becoming abundantly clear that the Saints are making a swing at some of the better product uh, products, or I ain't going to say products, but better prospects that's in the uh, draft that's coming up. So pretty big move. Been monitoring a lot of stuff. We came out the, the report earlier today. Uh, much love to the fam. I appreciate y'all being in the live stream. Please feel free to hit the like button. If you're not a subscriber, feel free to hit the subscribe button. And by all means, share the show's link on your social media feed as well. So I appreciate all you guys being up in the stream. Man, where do I start on this one, baby? Where do I start? Now, of course, last weekend I was supposed to do a stream on, uh, I think it was Saturday. I was supposed to do a stream. But, you know, we had family stuff I had to tend to. So it's all good. And yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Chosen one. Uh, King chosen one. It's getting. Yeah. The Saints swinging, swinging for the fences, fam. So big ups to the fam. I appreciate each and every one of y'all for being in this live stream on this sucker, man. And listen, fam, let's get right into the business of what's going on. A lot of stuff shaking around this joint. The Saints making moves, man. And I didn't see uh, several uh, supposed uh, experts of uh, whatever you want to call them uh, talking about the Saints move and giving the Eagles a better uh, thing about the Saints while foolishly not using their imagination, which goes to say most of these people that cover the Saints, they really don't, you know, use much imagination. Most of them cut from the same cookie cutter thought process. Sometimes you got to be a critical thinker, man, not just in sports, but in life. So I just kind of use the same thought process all the way through. And I, and I keep seeing the same people. And I've been saying the Sean Payton card for some time and people are factoring the trades about what the saints are doing with the Eagles. Like the saints got a B trade. no, the Saints know what they're doing by making this trade because they got the Sean Payton card. I keep saying it. Finally, other people are saying it. But no, Sean Payton's not coming back in 2023. The Saints are going to trade his ass out of here next year. And he goes to wherever he's going to go to. And the Saints going to get multiple picks to replenish the picks that's here. So the Saints can afford to be aggressive. This is one of the rare situations where the Saints can afford to be aggressive. A no, a, you know, and you can give them. Uh, and say what the hell the Saints was doing with Deshaun Watson. But at the end of the day, you got to give him credit for uh, being aggressive. And this is by far probably the most aggressive that I've seen the Saints in terms of some of the moves that they're making, that they're looking to line up some stuff. And there's rumors swirling all about that the Saints like Pickett. That's why they made this move. I don't know that for certain, but we do realize that with two first round draft picks, the Saints need to make a move. And I know what wide receiver would be one of them is offensive lineman the other one? If so, but that depends on how the, the team sees the options at the other position. I must keep saying it over and over again. The highest paid offensive lineman you have is Ryan Ramchek. Ramchek is right now a right tackle. The highest paid offensive lineman on your team will be a left tackle. They will move Ramchek to the left tackle position, and he will operate as Jameis Winston's blindside blocker. We have that understand. We have that understanding. I think we understand that that's what will happen. So at the end of the day, this is something that we just need to kind of get that in our collective. After that, we know McCoy could possibly be at the center position. We don't know exactly how Ruiz, how he fits in that thing. Uh, but what does uh, Taysom Hill fit in that thing? Where is Taysom at there? I mean, not Taysom, uh, uh, 
I said Taysom Hill. How does uh, uh, Andrews Pete fit in that thing? Where is Andrews? Is Andrews the right tackle? Or is he have an option for tackle position? Is Landon Young in that thing? See, the Saints have a situation that they could attack the offensive tackle position. But is there the next right tackle on this team that we're not thinking about? And then my thing is, like I've said, the right tackle position could be a number of things. Is the right tackle position? Is it James Hurts? I say no because he's not fast enough to take on some of those fast blockers. He got cement in his shoes. You know, he got like he bagging. He like how you them old mobsters used to do. They put your your, your feet in the cement shoes <laughs> and put you in the river. They put they give you they call it uh uh they what they call it I uh, give you a, 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 a concrete canoe. But I mean at the end of the day, he got cement in his shoes. You know, lift them lift them feet fast enough to deal with those blockers. So that could be problematic. Landon Young's a young guy. He's unproven, though. Andrews Pete's played the tackle positions, both left and right. Is he a factor there? So, you know, do the Saints already have the next tackle on the team where they can focus on going to the opposite side of this thing? You see what I'm saying? Is tackle really the thing that they're going to reach to is what I'm posing out to the great Saint think tank to kind of kind of let it marinate. Is it really offensive tackle? It could it could surprise you. And you, you know. The Saints always surprise, surprise your ass when it come down to the draft. But anyway, I thank you for guys. And I want to give a special shout out to several of the great St. Thank Tank family members that recently joined a uh, Kashan Turner, uh, who that to you, uh, Y M O F Jamal 05. Much love to you as well. Thank you for joining, uh, and hitting that subscribe button. Brother Chris Smith. Thank you as well. And Jack C Hall jr. All new members of the sports coma and the great St. Thank Tank. I appreciate each one of y'all joining as well. So much love to the fam. Let's hit the, the share button right now as we get into it, fam, as we start getting into some of these news. All right. And of course, the deal that brought the black and gold that start getting everything ringing and stinking was this move, as you can see off to the corner there. Uh, the Saints trade, uh, the Eagles traded two of their three first round draft picks to the Saints on Monday. And we'll now have two first-round selections in both 22 and 23. And of course, the Saints get the number 16 pick overall in this year's draft, the number 19 pick overall in the draft, and the number 194 pick overall in the draft. And of course, the Eagles get the 18 pick. That's the former Saints pick, a uh, number 101 pick this year in the 237 at the seventh round. And the Eagles also get a 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 second round pick. Listen, let me tell you something. Once the move happened to get Peyton up out of here officially and trade his rights to hopefully some AFC team, the Saints will have multiple first round draft picks. And don't you think for a second, great Saint Think Tank and who that nation, that that's not what they, that is, that's not in their thought process for pulling this trade off. They know they have some leverage and some motion where they can get the stinking and moving around and handling the business. So, you know, that's what it is. But anyway, let's get into this, uh, into this thing as well. <laughs> Thank you, low, big low country sports donated, uh, uh, five bucks through the super chat. Uh, and da, 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 that's a Superman chat. <laughs> oh, thank you, low. Appreciate you, my brother. Much love to my dog. Hello. That's a Superman chat. You know, that's for my dog, big low. We had fun, bro. Much love, brother Lowe. And see, Lowe, that's, that's sneaky, Lowe, how you pulled that off, bro. I had to read that off of there. So you, you did it a thousand times on the NFC South breakdown. 
and I <laughs> I didn't do it. So much love, brother. Little thank you, man. Appreciate you. All right, Rick Straw, thank you, fam, for your super chat. Dun, 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 dun. That's a Superman chat. <laughs> All right, thank you, fam. Appreciate y'all. Thank you, Lou. There it is. There it is. Lou, I got you, baby. I got you. All right, fam, so let's keep it. This, I guess this whole show will be doing the Big Lou. Now, Big Lou got it started off. The Superman chat, I guess that's uh, that's what we're going to be doing. Can't take credit for that. That's from the genius brain of my dog, Big Lou. All right, so let's keep it going. What will the New Orleans Saints do in the NFL draft after trading uh, for a second first rounder? Now, of course, this, this we know the trade that, that happened as well. So let's get the breakdown. This is coming from Triplet. As, uh, leave it to New Orleans Saints to find a way to stay bold and aggressive while in the midst of finally trying to save some salary cap space, which is another positive as the black and gold man have money. And I know it's it's really weird that we have this money right now. So I mean, but it's fun though at the same time as they get aggressive. New Orleans didn't necessarily win the Monday trade with the Eagles. Now this is coming from Mike Triplett. And when it comes to most draft valuable charts, the ESPN one, they said it calculated way heavily in Philly's favor. Of course it's going to weigh Triplett and, and uh, Philly's uh, favor because you're looking at it from this year. You're looking, okay, they got, uh, you know, the Saints got an extra pick, but they had to give up a 23-1 and a 20-24, excuse me, a 20-23-1 and a 20-24-2. But do you then add the fact that when the Saints trade Peyton, they get all these picks? So you it may look like that now, but that's all an illusion. So at the end of the day, you know, that's what they're looking at. The Eagles won this trade. I'm not, but horse pucky, horse pucky. They didn't win the damn trade. You're not looking at it fully. They finally trying to show some financial restraint after pushing the salary cap to its limits, which was cool because we all preached about we need to be a little bit more conservative in terms of being responsible with our money. If we let Mickey Loomis and Kai Hartley run our, our households, financially speaking, we'll be homeless. <laughs> They're making all kind of weird ass moves and everything. But anywho, they are doing that indeed. And of course, the beginning of the season at 75 million. And listen, thank Deshaun Watson family for all this happening. Thank Deshaun Watson for the Saints going all out to the point they restructured all those contracts to get as much money as they could. That's because of Deshaun Watson thinking they had a chance with him. And then we utilized the money to build the team the correct way while gathering at more assets to add to the to the uh, to the draft. So the Saints are signing trades, moves, and they're shaking and baking over here. And I love it. Now on the flip side, they have made they have, have they have made it clear they aren't going into the rebuilding mode under Coach Dennis Allen and feel like they remain a serious playoff contender after five straight winning seasons. So what better way to add premium talent but at an affordable price? That's true to draft, baby. The two biggest questions now are whether the Saints plan to package picks number sixteen and nineteen to move up even higher in this year's draft whether they have a quarterback in their sights. I'm absolutely against that. Absolutely against that. Totally against that. No, 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 no. You acquire 16 and 19, you'll have good value there. Now, it's a possibility and rumors around and swirling that the Saints are interested in Pickett. If he falls to him at 16 and they move to that portion two spots higher, gain the extra pick so they can get two needs out the way. They're saying that the Saints have a quarterback in their sights. We'll see. Only time will tell. 
but it's possible they simply like the idea of double dipping in the top 20 surrounding current quarterback Jameis Winston with some much needed reinforcements on offense. Wouldn't it be special that the Saints went there and they got the wide? Now, they could feel like, yo, we got offensive linemen here that could, you know, uh, we got options there. We don't need to get the first round offensive lineman, whether it's Penning or well, Evans or whoever. But what if they thinking, yo, let's, we got, I doubt, and I don't know how serious it is for them taking two wide receivers with that. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do that, but we'll see how it go. But it's simply, they like the idea of double dipping. We'll see. Here's a, a look at prime possibilities. Quarterback. I'm not ranking this as most likely the possibility, but it has to be addressed because uh, it's the elephant on every NFL roster, especially in New Orleans, where quarterback will remain the top priority until the Saints find Breeze long-term replacement. Now, don't poo-poo the quarterback idea simply because Jameis Winston only has a two-year deal. So the Saints are at some point, whether it's this year or next year, is going to look at taking the quarterback. Rumor Mill is the Saints. Yeah, I got you, Dwayne. They like the I like the acquisition. Yeah, I like that too because it makes Taysom Hill more of a tight end. It pushes him out of the tight the quarterback room and where and we can utilize him as a skill set player. No more of this foolishness at the quarterback position that Coach Payton imagined. But anyway, why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Don't poo-poo the quarterback position because, like he's saying, you only have Jameis for two years. Saints could be looking at long-range plans here. So far, the Saints moves this offseason and suggested they don't intend to draft a quarterback in round one. I don't I don't necessarily agree with that, Mr. Triplett. They pursued a potential blockbuster trade for Deshaun Watson, and we thank him because it motivated the Saints to get as much money as possible so we can have this much money sitting up here now. Uh, and, of course, then they signed the league's most experienced backup in Andy Dalton for one year. Remember, Jameis for two, Dalton for one. And early this offseason, general manager Mickey Loomis said it would be unrealistic for the Saints to draft a quarterback with the 18th pick or very expensive to try to move up. Now, they done moved up. So I guess you could throw that out the door too, huh, Mickey? <laughs> yes, you're right, Kill. You could throw that out. I was only saying, you know, you know, 18th pick, you know. I know we had to, it was kind of expensive, but you know, you had to factor in Sean. Sean, you know, him traded. We don't think he's coming back. Uh, I think he's going to be gone. All right, Mickey, thank you, bro. Appreciate you for stopping by. All right, so, but if they do covet someone like Liberty's Malik Willis or Pittsburgh's uh, Kenny Pickett, they have two first round picks this year's draft to offer in a potential trade. So, yes, indeed. So the Saints do have options. All that pick represent is more options for the black and gold. We'll see. 
Wide receiver, this was already the best bet as the Saints' top draft target. In fact, the Saints, the only thing they did at the wide receiver position was reached out and re-signed or issued a chicken tender to Deontay Harris-Harty and then re-signed Traquan Smith, which a lot of people wasn't excited about. But you know what? Just like we remember when we brought P.J. Williams, and we're going to have more on P.J. later on in the broadcast, that, you know, P.J. Williams comes back last year, and people wasn't excited about that. But what changed, and people giving P.J. all the credit, you can't give P.J. Williams all the credit. You got to give his coaches the credit for get, fitting P.J. and making him understand the game plan where he can utilize. So fit, he had his contribution. But Chris Richard helped all of those defensive backs. Even Ken Crawley excelled to a level that we hadn't seen Ken Crawley play but that year when he dis he displaced P.J. Williams, who wasn't the same up until a couple of years ago. People was upset big time when P.J. Williams tried to come back the other year. They was upset, upset about it because they felt like that was his ceiling. But Co Coach Richard got a lot out those guys. So you got to give credit to Coach Richard and not, not necessarily all to P.J. The coach had, had a lot to do with motivating them and teaching them a game a little bit different. So, I mean, he stepped up and did his thing. So a lot of that's happening. So in the end, you got a new wide receivers coach in Cody Burns, who's a rookie out of the University of Tennessee, but he brings a fresh outlook. He's a motivator and he's very attention detailed. He's a good communicator too. Can Cody Burns get the most out of the rest of these young wide receivers? Can he get something out of Traquan Smith this year that people couldn't reach last year? You see? So, I mean, just like that happened with, PJ, why not for Traquine? We'll see. It's just a question. But ESPN's draft analyst Todd McShay called the late teens the sweet spot for a team like New Orleans to draft a wideout based on this year's board. Ohio State's duo of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olavi, Southern California's Drake London, Alabama's Jamison Williams, and Arkansas's Trey Burks are among the top wide receivers who could be available with either of those picks. It's still possible the Saints could sign a veteran pass catcher in free agency so they don't force themselves to target a specific position in round one, but it's like big enough that big enough that it wouldn't hurt them to do both. Now listen, we know the Saints haven't done much at the wide receiver position. It's definitely a position of need for the Saints coming into the draft. So I don't anticipate the Saints taking two first round draft picks at wide receiver. I can see them taking one there, but there'll be a guy right there, whether they take him at 16 or 19, you're going to get a good wide receiver there. But in that position, it often, it kind of makes you think about, are they targeting a quarterback right there? And the rumors circulating on the street that they are looking at a quarterback picket. I don't know if he remains because the Carolina Panthers fancy him as well. And they're a little higher than we are. So let's see offensive tackle. The saints have reliable veteran James and, uh, Hurst, who we talked about, penciled in as their starting left tackle and after they lost that. Now, you really do believe that uh, James Hurst in left tackle family is the position for your best offensive lineman. Do you really think that James Hurst is going to stay at the left tackle position? Are you kidding me? He's going to guard Jameis Williams. I mean, Jameis Winston's uh, backside, his blindside? Absolutely not. And if they do that, they all need to be kicked in the ass for putting Hurst there with them cement shoes on. No, Hurst is not going to remain at the left tackle position. Don't make any sense. Eventually, they'll move Ramcheck there. We talked about this years ago. 
When Teron Armstead leave, they're going to pay big check. Big check moves to left tackle. Simple as that. So anyway, you want your best guy guarding the blind side uh, uh, tackle anyway. That's how I see it. But they could potentially upgrade through the draft, especially if Alabama's Evan Neal is there, uh, North Carolina State's uh, Akawanu is there, or Mississippi State's uh, Charles Cross falls within a realistic range, or they could stay put and draft someone like Northern Iowa's Trevor Penning. They'll have a shot at some of these guys. So you can get a, a top-level offensive tackle. What it means is if the Saints, do the Saints have the answer for that on the line? That's what it comes down to. Do they have the answer? Because Hurst is more of a swing lineman, a swing tackle than he is a starting tackle in this league. To be honest with you, that's what he is. He's a fill-in guy, either at the guard or the tackle position. He's a swing guard or a swing tackle, rather. So we'll see how it all shapes up. But the Saints offensive line is in flux, fam, for those who don't know and understand that there are in flux. Well, you do the Saints, uh, you know, what do they do that? Do, do, that's what I'm saying. Do they create movement right there? Uh, it's questions surrounding uh, Caesar Salad Ruiz. What does he do? You know, is Andrews Pete the tackle or do you keep him at guard? Does McCoy remain at center or do you slot him for guard for Caesar Salad Ruiz? You know, so it, it, it's some options and that'll be solved coming up later on in this month. And of course, the defensive line, which I would say no to unless you've seen that big son of a gun. Uh, uh, Jordan Davis, that's the bit that the only guy I reach at. If he's sitting there at 16 and you like looking at him, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take this big, this big sucker here, uh, from the Alabama, from uh, the uh, University of Georgia and, and make him my new defensive tackle sitting next to David on Yamada. Now, I would grab at him, that would be fun. And remember, Dennis Allen this is a defensive minded guy first. And of course, it says this might be more of a long term need than an immediate need. Cam Jordan will be 33 in, Ju in July. Veterans uh, Davenport on Yamada and passing year are all here to the final year of their respective contracts, but the Saints could have absolutely make room for a dynamic top 20 prospect in the rotation in the short term as well. So that's the few things that uh, that Mike Triplett is putting on your head on what the Saints could do with these two picks. Is it, He got quarterback at the top of the list, not just to be in the order of things, but also, you know, because of the news circulating about the black and gold uh, could are interested in in uh, uh, pick it. So we'll see how that goes. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. New Orleans Saints agree to terms with defensive end Taco Carl, uh, Charlton and defensive back Justin Evans. Charlton joins the Steelers. I mean, joins from Steelers. Evans from the Bucks as the Saints add to their defensive roster. And that's right. The Saints continue to add defensive talent and players to the team. And that's something... That's really interesting because we I feel like the Saints are all loaded up with some of the best talent out there. The Saints keep adding, though. They add Taco Charlton, or I guess you can call him Taco Supreme, and bring him in here and defensive back Justin Evans. So let's get into the article. This was coming from NewOrleansSaints.com. Uh, New Orleans Saints announced today they have agreed to terms with unrestricted free agent defensive end Taco Charlton and free agent defensive back Justin Evans. The announcement were made by VP General Manager. Yeah, you know who it is. And, and Charlton 6'6, 270 was originally selected by the Cowboys in the first round. He was a 28th overall pick back in 2017 out of the University of Michigan. He appeared in 55 games with 13 starts for the Cowboys in 2017 and 18. And then, of course, in 2019, he was with the Dolphins. 
2020. He was with the Chiefs and the Steelers in 21. That man just went on a little minute tour right quick. Posted career totals of 92 tackles, 53 of which were solo, 12, uh, 12 stops for loss, 11 and a half sacks for a loss of 69 yards, three pass defense, four forced fumbles, and one recovered fumble recovery. And of course, they said in 21, he appeared in 11 games, a one start for the Steelers, and finished the season with 18 tackles, seven solo, a split sack, and a pass defense. In 2019, Charlton recorded a career high and team best five sacks for the Dolphins to go with his forced fumbles. So as you can see, uh, Taco is a big guy, 6'5", 270 pounds, and the Saints could mostly probably use him at, as an exterior guy on the edge there, moving him around. So the Saints add more speed and versatility and adding big guys to the staff. Now, the Saints are extremely uh, agile defensive linemen. If you look at the side, the guys are huge. These defensive linemen the Saints are bringing in here, or or big guys, you know, they're big guys. You got the and, and look at Cam is six four. Uh, 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 Davenport is what six six. Davenport six six. Cam six four. On Yamada six three. Uh, uh, uh Tanu is six seven. You know, uh, Big Jalen Dalton is six foot six. The big nose tackle, and they at uh, Granderson six five. You know, uh, Peyton Turner. What is he six four? Six four six five no six five I think he is so I mean you got and then this guy is six five so this they have big uh, athletic defensive linemen and you see the Saints are gonna play fast and furious to the dome baby and, and Ed Carlton we'll see if he sticks around we'll see if he sticks around fam into uh, and, and do it all right thank you Bishop Bishop one love appreciate you fam uh, thank you my man for your cash out brother thank you. Uh, brother Bishop, one love. Appreciate you, fam. Much love. All right, let's move on to the next guy. I don't even think they put him up here. They just put that man up there and even say nothing about him. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pull up something on Justin Evans. I thought, yeah, there it is right there. See, I'm running ahead of myself. All right, this is from our good friends at the Saints News Network, brother Bob Rose, Kyle T. Mosley, and the rest of the fam. Saints signed former Buccaneer safety Justin Evans. New Orleans adds another safety. For their secondary in a busy day of activity. And this is from Bob Rose. The Saints have signed the free agent safety Justin Evans, according to multiple reports. Evans is in the is the fourth safety the Saints have signed this offseason after losing Marcus Williams and Free Agency and Malcolm Jenkins to retirement. New Orleans has resigned safety PJ Williams, signed Marcus May, three-year contract, Daniel Sorensen to a one-year deal prior to Evans. So the Saints, very good point there. Uh, Bob have have signed four safeties so far. You know, a re-signed PJ, added Marcus May, Sorensen, and now Josh Evans. Evans, 26, hasn't played a regular season game since 2018 because of a variety of injuries, most notable a torn Achilles suffered at the end of the 2018 season. He spent two years on the injury reserve before being released with an injury designation at the end of the 2020 campaign. Evans was a second-round pick in 2017 out of Texas A&M by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He appeared in 14 games for the Bucs. As a rookie started in 11, Evans had three interceptions, broke up six passes, and recorded two tackles for a loss in 2017. Now in 2018, Evans started the first 10 contests of the year before sustaining an Achilles injury. He had one interception and broke up two throws while returning a fumble for a touchdown in week one at New Orleans. 
He's six feet tall, 190 pounds, and Evans can play either safety spot. He's a solid tackler and showed show good range as a deep safety before his injury. Remember, this guy has talent. He's a second-round draft pick who's 26 years of age uh, and, the Saints, and hadn't played in a couple of years, and he's fully healthy. The Saints gave him a physical and they said, hey, man, this guy has some potential. And he, if he can reclaim some of his second-round talent, we might be working with something. So uh, we got a safety. It ain't Tyron Matthew, but it's Justin Evans, and the Saints probably uh, paid a bag of uh, paid like uh, for a bag of oranges in the used television to get Justin Evans. He probably he, he ain't probably cost him that much money. And they're like, well, Q, where's Tyron Evans at? Why is Ty? I mean, Tyron Matthew, where he's at? Well, let's talk about that, shall we? Let's get a little bit into that. Matthew rumors free agent safety expected to leave the Chiefs. Saints linked, and this happened just on the eighth of March, which was. Uh, well, this happened a while ago, but this I wanted to kind of bring this back because it's linking them. They're saying some of the latest articles here, it's kind of an old one, but it's not the right one. But anywho, the latest stuff on them is pretty much nothing's going on, right? <laughs> Tyron Matthew. Now, word on the street, the Saints had some conversations about the price right now, but none, neither the Saints or Tyron Matthews in a rush to sign. And he's he said that. He's patiently waiting for the right deal to come along. And there are other teams that's interested in his services. The Raiders was a team and rumored to them. The Colts are another team that's rumored to be there. And of course, the Saints are there. So right now, you know, the mar I guess what's going on right now in the room on the street is that he's not in a rush to sign. He he wants north to 14 million a season. The Saints can make it work. Do they finally reach out? Now, the Saints, like I said, didn't sign three New safeties to the team. Marcus May, uh, we just talked about uh, Evans signing on uh, uh, to the team. And we talked about Daniel Sorensen as well. So then none of these guys are in any, you know, any speed to make this happen, family. So just kind of just kind of ease off the, the Tyron Matthew thing right now and just give it some time. And we'll see if something gets to shaking prior to the draft. Uh, uh, we'll see. But he's not in a rush according to him, and obviously the Saints aren't either when it comes down to Tyron Matthew. All right, let's keep it going. Also, the Saints made an agreement. They signed Forrest Lamp. He's a, Remember, Lamp is a former uh, offensive lineman for the Chargers. He's a pretty good offensive lineman. He dealt with some injuries. The Saints brought him in last year, and they re-signed him, and I actually like this move because Lamp is an experienced offensive lineman with upside who can help. He played 26 career games with the Chargers, and the Saints 18 starts at left guard. And of course, uh, the Saints announced that they agreed to terms with him. Who was it? Who who, was, who hadn't made the announcement? You already know. Lamp, who's 6'4", 310, was originally selected by the Chargers in the second round, 38th overall but in the 2017 draft out of Western Kentucky for his career. Lamp has played in 26 games, regular season games, with the Chargers in 2017-20, the Saints in 21, with 18 starts at left guard. So he's a very, got him for a bag of chips, in a, in a uh, soda pop, they brought him in here, and the man got a lot of ter tremendous upside. And I like Forrest Lamp. I thought that was a really good sign in the Saints last year did to bring him here, and they re-signed him. So kudos uh, to the black and gold for getting Forrest Lamp back on the team. So anyway, and of course, family, we was you know I was gonna do a a show. Um, what was it? Uh, Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. 
I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Last week, uh, well, this past weekend, but, uh, you know, I had some family stuff we was doing. We actually went down and, and by the way, fam, we took a little trip out uh, to the Fan Fest down in the convention center and had a ball right there. We went down there and kind of just choked out and uh, enjoyed the festivities of Fan Fest for the final four. That was pretty cool at the convention center. So there you go. But anyway, uh, PJ Williams, man, PJ Williams is returning to the Saints once again. And, you know, family members always saying, Q, play the music. Kev said, play the music. And here it goes. PJ Williams, fam. PJ, say he back. PJ Williams returning. So PJ Williams back, fam. So much love as PJ Williams comes back, fam. That's right. PJ Williams, y'all. PJ Williams is back. He's back, y'all. He yelling, I'm back, man. PJ Williams is back on the team. That's right, fam. It's just a one-year deal for PJ Williams. That's right. Kenneth Lamar Williams, a.k.a. known as PJ Williams, it's back in the building once again. PJ, for one year only, he returns. And man, I remember so long ago, it wasn't too long ago, people wasn't happy to see PJ Williams on the team. But with hard work and dedication and recommitment, people are happy to see PJ back on the team. Much love to PJ, man. See, it's the Who That Nation. The Who That Nation respect your mind. And listen, fam, let me tell y'all something out there. Let me tell you something, fam, about P.J. Williams, man. P.J. Williams recognized, heard that the people was making valid commentary about you got you to gotta live it, you got to eat, sleep that thing. And if you don't, people can tell if you have stepping, if you have, if you tripping on it. But anyway, P.J., congratulations, man. He stepped it up. He got another contract. So big ups to P.J. Williams. Put y'all hands together, man, for P.J. Williams. Come on now. P.J. Williams is back in the building. P.J. Williams. This is becoming like a little uh, 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 kind of annual thing. PJ is back. That's right. PJ back at it, fam. PJ back at it. <laughs> ah, PJ is back. So he returned to the Saints on a one-year deal. Saints also added defensive tackle Jaleel Johnson. I guess 
you can give some of that mu music to Johnson as well. PJ marching back to New Orleans after more than two weeks on the open market. Market the Saints are resigning the veteran DB to a one-year deal. NFL Network Ian Rappaport reported this past weekend that he'll be joining former Houston Texan a defensive lineman Jaleel Johnson, who's also signing a one-year contract with the Black and Gold. So the Saints re-signing uh, 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 PJ back. And of course, you had Jaleel Johnson there as well. And of course, one can ask the question, does this include, does this mean that PJ signing and all these other safety signing mean the Saints are not interested in Tyron Matthew? Because I know that question is coming. The reality is we don't know. The Saints could very well because Josh Evans is a project. He's a former second round draft pick that had an Achilles injury that kept him out for a couple of years. So you don't want to bank on all of that. PJ's on a one year deal, you know, and we relish his role like PJ will come in there and do some stuff. And of course, you know, Sorensen is definitely not a starter. He's more of a special teams backup guy. So it's question. Tyron Matthew, in my opinion, is still in play for the Saints and Josh Evans it's not enough of a reason to say, well, we out of here. Now, if the Saints take a safety somewhere high in the draft, then you would say no. But at some point, I expect the Saints, I do expect the Saints to eventually sign Tyron Matthew. I really do. I really, I, I think they'll get it done. But anyway, con congratulations to uh, P.J. Williams as he returns back to the black and gold once in it. We love P.J. Williams, man. But let me tell you something, man. Don't confuse what we say about keeping your head and your head up and working your ass off. People can tell the difference. I'm going to tell you that. So congratulations to PJ for coming back. All right. And of course we talked about uh defensive lineman, Jalil Johnson, the saints continue to add to the defensive line as this story is by Jimmy Hendricks of the saints news networks, give a little bit more information on them. Saints are adding their interior defensive line. According to this past weekend, Ian rap Rappaport, the team assignment, former defensive tackle, Jalil Johnson to a one year deal, a former fourth round pick out of the, Minnesota Vikings spent time of the Vikings spent time with them for three years in 2017, 2020 before a season in Houston with the Texans. Now the team recently saw also uh, saw shy Tuttle sign his restricted chicken tender. And in addition, so it gives the Saints a depth chart that consists of David on Yamada, Elbert Huggins, Jalen Dalton, Contavia street, Malcolm Roach, Braxton Hoyt. And then of course you had your little Johnson there. And then the team added taco Charlton today. So, I mean, the Saints defense, and I'm going to show y'all an uh, unofficial depth chart so you can see all of the defensive line talent the Saints has had. My goodness, they kicking ass. And, of course, let's keep it rolling. This one's from the Saints wire and John Sigler, former Saints wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, is considering retirement before the 13th season. So, let's get into it here as he gets his, the tweet from Good Morning Football that Sanders gives us an update on his future. Uh, and he says, I want to make sure I'm passionate. I don't want to cheat myself and I don't want to cheat the team. As you can see, Emmanuel Sanders is right there. Let's see if we can play it me, like I, so you can hear I, what he I, said. It's for me. Like, I, I, I just I want to make sure that I'm passionate. I don't want I don't want to cheat me. Like, I, I, I just I want to make sure that I'm passionate. I don't want I don't want to cheat myself and I don't want to cheat a team. Mm -hmm. right? I respect and that. so I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm still working out, but I'm trying to figure out if I want to do it, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to I don't want to just jump into something and chase after some money or go like for me like I hold myself to a standard in which I want to produce and which I want to give a team and which I want to give an organization, which I want to mm -hmm. win and which I want to go and try to get another Super Bowl. And if I can if I can find that within, mm -hmm. then of course, I'll give it my all, but if I can't, then I'm going to be like, "You know right. what? Like I'm just not it's just not something that I'm passionate about." Mm -hmm. 
That's uh, Emmanuel Sanders, former Saint wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders. And every year Emmanuel Sanders played, he made a contribution besides the time he was hurt. And even when he was hurt, he was on, uh, he was helping young wide receivers understand the principles of route running and, and fine tuning their technique. Emmanuel Sanders was an extreme blessing to the young wide receivers that we had, the Deontay Hartys and the, uh, and, and the ilk, the, the Callaways and these guys. And even Traquan Smith, to a degree, as you know, was a guy that really helped him uh, perform better. The problem with Traquan has been injuries. That's the thing that's been stalling him out. So hopefully he can get healthy where he can be able to, to do his thing as well. So anyway, that's uh, Emmanuel Sanders. You heard it from right out of the horse's mouth. Here's something worth watching. Former St. wide receiver Sanders, a free agent again, after playing out a one-year contract with the Buffalo Bills. He's still weighing all his options before committing to play. Uh, his 13 NFL season, he's 35 years old with a young family to support and his best days behind him. The two-time Pro Bowler is taking a hard look at whether it's time to hang up his cleats. He spoke about where his head at and his career is during the interview and Sanders would obviously make sense for the Saints. Wide receivers, now I agree with Sigler on this one. Wide receivers, their worst position group with all their hopes hanging on Michael Thomas returning to form after two injury plague season. Sanders knows the offense and most of the coaching staff that could help youngsters like Callaway out in RT in advantageous situations, and he probably would be an inexpensive options. A couple of uh, uh, Lay's potato chip bags in, the, in a, uh, a, a candy bar, Snicker bar, and uh, have drunk uh, a pineapple slush, and he'll be up in that thing. But he says, uh, let's see, but New Orleans could sign Sanders to a short-term deal, pick a young prospect in 22, the draft, and learn from him. Suddenly you have a clear plan, uh, one of the most chaotic areas on the depth chart, pairing him with a hand-picked successor, like Olavi or Jamison Williams, who was recovering from that ACL surgery, would make a lot of sense. They also draft a player later on who needs more time to develop like a John. I love that call. The John Michi, who's also recovering from ACL surgery, or Vellis Jones Jr., who didn't hit his stride until 21. And that would make a lot of sense to get at Vellis because the his wide receiver coach is the new coach of the Saints. Wide receiver is the new wide receiver coach, Cody Burns. So I don't think for a second Vellis Jones won't be a New Orleans Saints later on in the draft, of course. If he's still there, the guy has all that speed size. And he could be somebody the Saints could look to, man. The point is adding a budget-friendly veteran who can help in multiple ways makes sense. And I was and I and I agree with that. I think that's a splendid and smart call to make. But that hinges on there being mutual interest here. That's in question, at least from Sanders' perspective. If he's not sure he has another season, then he deserves the opportunity to bow his his Followed on his own terms. And we don't know if New Orleans is on the radar at all, frankly, but given the best remaining receivers are mostly at a similar place in their careers, like A.J. Green, Julio Jones, Cole Beasley, who will soon join their age bracket. They may not have a choice but to go with an older player at the position. We'll just have to wait and see how it shakes out. But Emmanuel Sanders, if his mind is right and if this thing is mutual, he was a really good addition for the Saints. Would not be mad if the Saints visited, revisited, and, and bring back Emmanuel Sanders if, if that was agreeable. All right, and let's keep it rolling, fam. Saints offseason workout dates announced. NFL announced that uh, the, the offseason workout dates for each team on Friday, and here's a look at the Saints over the next couple of months. Also from the Saints wires, you can see very important dates. Important offseason dates for the Saints have been announced by the NFL on Friday afternoon. We looked at the month of April and the other day and what offers for the New Orleans Saints, but now we have a better idea of what's in store for the team over the next couple of months. The Saints offseason workout dates, April the 4th, uh, which is the first day, 
uh, working out, which is that's today. Voluntary camp is 25th to the 27th of this month. Of course, you had the OTA off-season workouts, which are in May 24th to 26th, and of course, May 31st to June the 2nd. Then it's June the 7th to the 10th in OTAs. Then the mandatory mini camp is June the 14th to the 16th. So there you go. Some of them, since Dennis Allen is a head coach, Saints are allowed to get together two weeks before the teams uh, with returning coaches. The first phase of all season consists of strength programs and meeting, which will go for several weeks, stretching into June. Here's a closer look at what it entails for the NFL uh, PA. And they said workouts. And, they, and of course, this is some of the stuff they're talking about. Workouts cannot begin prior to the first Monday in April for clubs with a new head coach or a third Monday in April for all other clubs. Workouts are strictly voluntary. Club officials cannot indicate workouts or anything, uh, cannot indicate there any other anything but voluntary. Maximum of four uh, workouts per week, no weekends, with one week being a mandatory minicamp not permitted on weekends. Contact work is prohibited in all workouts, live blocking, tackling, pass rushing, bump, run, all that. Prohibited. You can't do it. Intensity and tempo of drills should be at, at level conducive to learning with player safety as the highest priority. Two weeks limited to strength and conditioning activities. Dead ball, only strength and conditioning coaches allowed on the field. 90 minute max on the field. Clubs can only specify two hours for players to be at the facility and players choose the other two hours for weights, etc. So that's the rules right there uh, getting ready for it. So that's the off-season workouts, family. Kind of make a mental note of those dates because we're in that time sphere. All right, and also, as we keep going, fam, potential trade packages, landing spots for Seahawks, star wide receiver DK Metcalf. And, of course, this article was brought out by Brent Soblowski, and they're basically uh, saying that he that DK Metcalf, because of the uh, trade of Russell Flip Wilson to the Broncos, that Metcalf no longer wants to be there. Now, people are saying, no, they won't trade him. But insiders are saying that if the price is right, DK Metcalf can be had. Not saying the Saints will acquire him, but this is what they're doing. The wide receiver market has turned uh, upside down over the last month with another superstar target possibly on the move. According to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, league executive believed the Seahawks' DK Metcalf could be traded for, quote, the right price, end quote, and a wide receiver, quote, would welcome a change, end quote. Quote, I'm told that Metcalf has gotten indications informally from the team that he's not going to be traded. Seattle has said publicly they have no intention to trade him, end quote, Fowler said. But the organization didn't intend to trade quarterback Russell Wilson either. Good point. Quote, there were, were financial issues, there were roster issues, the ability uh, to really uh, really be active moving forward in the draft. End quote, head coach Pete Carroll told reporters, it was all, the ele- all those elements that came together. Those elements can't come together again. Demari Cooper, Devontae Adams, the top, you know what? And he makes a great point. And they said DK Metcalf is not, but look at all of these fantastic wide receivers, fam, that were traded. Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill trades to the Browns, Raiders, and Dolphins, respectively, set the present president. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? All these fantastic receivers being traded this, this offseason. The Cowboys dealt Cooper for a fifth round selection and a swap of six round picks to Cleveland for salary cap relief. Adams calls to Raiders far more with first, second round picks going back to Green Bay. Hill bought a windfall. 
for the Chiefs when the Dolphins sent a first, a second, a fourth in 2022, a fourth and a sixth in 23. And Metcalf is 24 years of age and has at least three years younger than all of them. Though he's entering a contract year, any trade would likely include a new deal to go along with the move. Plenty of draft assets will come the Seahawks way if the front office chooses to fully embrace a rebuild. So, of course, I wouldn't trade somebody as talented as DK Metcalf, but inside baseball could say he might want not to, he want, might want to get out of there. And, you know, you might want to, if you can't get him to sign and you can get something for him, why not? So, I mean, that's their problem. But, man, this is, it's been a really interesting year, to be honest with your family about all these talented wide receivers changing teams, hasn't it been? Okay, fam, but then, of course, the final thing here we're going to cover, the New Orleans Saints depth chart. Now, I had a mock draft I was going to show you guys and go over, but I'm just going to save that uh, for a TSC Q&A Live. Uh, for our Tuesday special, we're going to go over the mock and other Saints news. We'll go and do a deep dive into some of these new additions on the TSC Q&A Live show on Tuesday's Patreon for our YouTube members and for our Patreon champion as well. So we'll do that tomorrow. All right, so anyway, this is an unofficial depth chart that's presented by OurLads.com, and it shows, uh, you know, some of the additions. Of course, you see uh, the Saints, not much, and this is the wide receivers, how they all line up. The first three lines here, you see Thomas Hardy, Quan Baker, Kirk Merritt, Marquez Calloway, Kevin White, Aesop Winston, Traquan Smith is back, LeJordan Humphrey, and JJ Jalen McCleskey or your wide receiver, so you can see why people want the Saints to make moves and add some more talent there. On the offensive line, James Hurst is there, where Ethan Greenwich was added, Pete, Andrews Pete, McCoy, Ruiz, and, and Ramchick. And you see Forrest Lamp was added back, and they got uh, Cesar Ruiz in two positions. Kelvin Throckmorton's there, Landon Young, Gerald Hawkins, and Cole Cabrell. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A backup offensive lineman. You look at the... Uh, tight end position, Taysom Hill is topped out as your starting tight end, which is what it is. Uh, Troutman's behind him with Nick Vanette and Jawan Johnson. Also, Ethan Wolf and Dylan Soner, both guys off the practice squads. Jameis Winston is on the center with Dalton behind him. Ian Book's there and Blake Bartles is your practice squad QB. Running back, Kamara facing time this upcoming month, matter of fact. Kamara's facing time this upcoming month. I think his Elvin Kamara's trial is this month. I think I wanted to see if I could pull up that story for you guys about Elvin Kamara because I know it's been quiet on the home front, but his trial is coming up soon here. So we're going to see about that as well, his latest news and 
notes of what's going on with him. I'm gonna think, I want to say it's middle April for his trial. I'm going to have to make sure I check that out again. But anyway, I'm going to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, it was postponed until April. Yeah, so his trial, let me see if to make sure. It's for April. Yeah, there you go. Let me slide this in here first, fam, before we go back to the roster spot. So we cover this right quick. Hearing for assault case for Elvin Kamara. Now, this is an old article from the 8th of, what is it, the March? Yeah, from the 8th of March here. And, of course, as you can see right here, they tell you right here that they postponed it. It was supposed to be in February, but the lawyers put a postponement into April. There it is right there. Just of the Peace Harmony. Letizia reset the hearing for April the 25th. So there you go for the family members that want to know when is that trial It's in April the 25th for Kamara's trial. So we have to keep an eye on that. And of course, let's go back to our depth chart here. Um, you see Alvin Kamara right here with Mark Ingram behind him, Tony Jones Jr. And Josh Adams practice squad running back and fullback Adam Prentice is still there. So the saints definitely, they let Marlon Mack get signed by the Texans. So he's off the table there. There's some other interesting options, but it appears the Saints are going to like do a lot of this through the draft, whether it's the draft or the undrafted portion of the draft, where they'll bring some running backs in to, to kind of help fill this thing out. But I really like the fact that if they would have made a move for Marlon Mack, that would have been fantastic. By the way, just to make note of this and, 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 and share this with the family members, because this was something that kind of, I was like, why the hell did they do this? Because this really wouldn't have cost the Saints very much uh, to to do was the fact that the Saints had an opportunity to get this guy right here, right? This would have helped out big time, right? If the Saints, and remember this just happened, New England Patriots acquired Parker, right? Devontae Parker. We talked about this last week about Parker and he had, his contract wasn't hitting on nothing. And I'm like, why the hell didn't they pull this trade? And look what the Dolphins gave up to get a Devontae Parker, man. I mean, look, and then really, the, they traded them to the Patriots. Really, you you know, you would be nervous. I'd be kind of thinking about that, too. You know, they wasn't worrying about Devontae Parker to ship them for just the fifth round pick. But they exchanged. Look what the move was. They, uh, the Patriots acquired Devontae Parker and a 2022 fifth round draft pick in exchange for a 23 third round pick uh, to get him in there. So, I mean, I'm like, what? That's all they gave up to get this guy. And of course he don't have very much on his, I mean, this is, he's a good wide receiver when he's healthy and he's healthy. 6'3", 219, put up good numbers. Him and Mike did get into it a couple of years back on, back on social media, but he a saint, man. They wouldn't worry about that. But his contract, man, he had two years remaining on a contract that were like at $6 million. Dude, look, they inherited uh, his contract, two years of Parker's contract, which calls for him to earn base salary of 5.6 and 5.7. So 5.6 and 22 and then 5.7 and 23. So you that for, for that low raking pick, you would have been able to get a, a quality wide receiver uh, and pay him 5.6 and 5.7. I mean, that, that that to me, I was like, what the hell? When I seen that go on and I was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, They're they looking at the draft because there's no way they should not even been looking and saying, well, this guy's out there. Let's offer something for him. But anyway, let's keep it moving, man. I just it's just that one right there. Kind of like, what the hell, man? But anyway, let's it. That's we need some help there at the running back position. Let's see what the Saints go 
with there. And of course, on defensive, the Saints add a ton of defensive people, man. Ton of defensive def, defensive linemen to go along with Cam, David Onyemata. Shai Tuttle signed his chicken tender as well to, to do his thing. And of course, you got a healthy to new passing. Yo, they added Contavia Street, who comes in here. They re-upped with Elbert Huggins for a year. Uh, girl, Carl Grandison, they read up with him. Uh, they got Malcolm Roach sitting behind there. They added Jalil Johnson from Houston for one year. They got Taco Charlton, who they brought in here. He's there. And also Jalen Dalton coming back. So the Saints are loaded with defensive linemen, man. They got a lot of talent on the D. They just stockpile the defensive line, you know. And, of course, you see other places, not too much on the linebackers as we still got guys like Demario Davis, Zach Bowen, Dowell, Kate Nellis, and Pete Werner. Of course, Quan Alexander is a guy that you will want the Saints to bring back as well. And then, of course, you look at the secondary where the Saints added three safeties. Uh, besides P.J., re-signing him makes four, right? So you got Daniel Sorensen. You see him backing up there. Uh, Justin Evans was added. And, of course, you see P.J. Williams resigning and Marcus May replacing uh, uh, Marcus Williams. So the Saints will have two new safeties back there. This truck has Chauncey Gardner-Johnson penciled in as a safety. Do the Saints move in that direction? I don't know, but it, maybe they do if they like the fact that they've got Roby at the cornerback position as a nickel by, back after restructuring his contract. Is that something they're looking at? All these type of things will be answered because I can't see Chauncey moving out of that position that he's been at uh, in that nickel position in Dennis Allen's system. Is this the year when they move into the safety position? What do you guys think? You tell me. Y'all let me know how y'all feel about that. And, of course, you see P.J. right there. Uh, with Lattimore and Roby restructured, Kavari Russell, Jordan Miller, JT Gray, and the rest of these guys. So, I mean, very intriguing, man. You can see this unofficial depth chart by the black and gold. Still some work that need to be done about a black and gold, man. But you can see them adding talent the whole way. So, let's do a brief recap about the Saints. Of course, the Saints ultimately uh, sending picks to get the, giving up the 18th pick, the one, the, the 101st pick in the 237. That's in the seventh round. Uh, and a first rounder for 23 and a second rounder in 24 to acquire uh, the number 16 pick this year, number 19 pick this year, and number 194 from the Eagles uh, to kind of add some more talent to the team. And remember, they gave up first round, second round picks, but the anticipation, uh, anticipation of trading Sean Payton in 2023, I've been saying this for some time, that they'll be sitting on a replenished picks. The Saints will be swimming in first round and second round picks in a little bit. So we talked about that. Also, this article, we covered this article about what do you think they intend to do with those said picks? We covered that in the show. We also uh, went over the fact that the Saints signed Taco Charlton and defensive back Justin Evans from the from the Buccaneers. Uh, as well, as you can see, we talked about Tyron Matthew rumors. We also mentioned the re-signing of Forrest Lamp, a very good uh, backup offensive lineman for the Saints. The bringing back of P.J. Williams and adding defensive tackle Jalil Johnson. From the Texans there. And of course, the former wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders considering retirement after the 13th year. We talked about the offseason workout dates that we need to be aware of coming up soon for the Saints, potential trade candidates dealing with DK Metcalf. Not saying the Saints are a person that could be interested because you would have to give up a chunk of change to lure him now. I don't think he's a, a candidate for the black and gold, but we're just drawing out interest. And of course, Devontae Parker was traded to the Dolphins. And for that low pick, I was thinking, man, for a cheap-ass contract like that, we could have had Parker. Saints said, nah, we're going to look at the draft. So there you go. And, of course, the, we kind of recap 
the situation tied to Elvin Kamara knowing that his hearing is April the 25th of this month. So a lot of stuff shaking and baking for the black and gold this month, a very incredibly packed off season and it continues to keep moving. So anyway, as you see the unofficial depth chart, we also went over uh, each player and each position there, as you can see, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill is the starting tight end there. Very interesting. Saints had some more weapons here. Still, uh, still the offense is still very much a work, work in progress. You can see the defense. Uh, two, two more moves for the defense, in my humble estimation, will complete them. The re-signing of Quan Alexander and the signing of Tyron Matthew as a safety there, along with Quan Alexander. I think that completes the defense. And then, of course, the Saints need help in the wide receiver room uh, as well to figure out what they're going to do there. They can also go to the draft and pick up a running back uh, to help out in case of Elvin Kamara's suspension because we have Ingram, who's a little bit long in the tooth, Tony Jones, who's unproven. I like him. And Josh Adams, we really hadn't seen too much from him. So anyway, with that being said, fam, that is all the news that we covered today in the stream. My goodness, that's a lot of news today by the Black and Gold. And they just went the hell off. Starting off with the draft and the uh, trades, the draft trades, and of course, multiple signings by the Saints today. A lot to talk about in the black and gold building. And usually we kind of preference it by that unofficial depth chart to kind of figure out exactly where the black and gold is headed at. And of course, like I said, I think the, the black and gold completes itself defensively if by the signing of Quine Alexander, who shouldn't cost you a lot of money, and Tyron Matthew, that's going to cost you north of $14 million. So, I mean, he's a quality safety. You like those guys back there. So, and so that would be interesting. Of course, the offense, a little bit more work left to be done there. But in the end, you know, I think the Saints are positioning themselves from a draft standpoint to be able to make some moves. And K-Genomics, y'all see Olave. I, I like uh, the kid Olave uh, getting coached up by a Mike Thomas there. So he, that could be a possibility. If he's there, the Saints pick him. And of course, you know, two first round picks, the Saints get a wide receiver with one. What do they do with the other one? Is it a quarterback or the Saints looking at possibly landing a futuristic quarterback? We know Jameis Winston has two years left on his contract. We know Andy Dalton is a backup with one year left on his contract. Do the Saints, are the Saints making that move with anticipation of landing a future quarterback when Jameis is no longer here? Is that the move? Is that what they're doing here? We'll see. Rumor on the street say the Saints looking at a quarterback. Pickett. I don't think Pickett will be there, but we'll see. But if Malik, if Malik Willis is there, do you pull the trigger on him if you're the black and gold? Hmm? And of course, the Saints looking long and hard at all of these quarterbacks, to be honest with you, fam. They were looking at Sam Howell as well. They sent a contingent up there. And of course, Corral from Ole Miss. All these quarterbacks, the Saints had representation going up there scouting these guys. Whether it was Howell, whether it was Corral, whether it was uh, 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 Malik, whether it was uh, what was the other guy, Pickett, or I'm missing Ritter, Ritter from Cincinnati. All these guys, the Saints are interested, and they sent people to put eyes on them to see what they're working with. So could it be a lot of people say Q? It could be offensive linemen. That would make too much sense, wouldn't it, for the Saints to do it? So we'll see how it all situates because there are questions surrounding the Saints offensively speaking. Can they make it happen? Time will tell. But anyway, that'll do it for the show, fam. I appreciate each one of y'all for chiming in on this installment of the coma. Much love to the fam. Please feel free to hit the like button. If you hadn't hit the like button, hit the hell out the like button. I appreciate the fam uh, for stopping by, man. 
And family, I'll be back Tuesday uh, as well as we get to uh, check out what's going on with the uh, black and gold tomorrow. We'll go uh, in depth on some of these acquisitions that the Saints picked up with. Uh, we'll keep covering the latest news. We'll go over my latest mock draft on the uh, TSC Q&A Live number 95th or what, number 95. So we got a lot of lot content on Patreon. So if you want to join us, please feel free to sign up for as a YouTube member. And as a Patreon champion, you get access to that. Also, as Patreon champion, you get access to TSC Unleashed, which is a show we do on Patreon as well as On Q with Big Q, our news show. Got some more stuff coming at you on that front as well. So a lot of stuff shaking and baking on our Patreon. If you want to be a part of that or a YouTube membership, please feel free to go to the community section and look for that. And also feel free to check out the description section below for links to all of that. So with that being said, man, I appreciate each and every last one of y'all for chiming in the show. I love y'all. Y'all keep y'all heads up, man. Y'all be positive in this very dangerous and, un and crazy world that we living in as well. Thank you, brother Dwayne, uh, for your uh, super chat, my friend. And in the words of my dog, Bigelow, dun 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 dun, dun that's a Superman chat. <laughs> All right, so fam, with that being said, I'm going to get on out of here with that Superman chat. There it is. That's a Superman chat. <laughs> Da, 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 da. That's a super. <laughs> All right, man. Much love to y'all. I'm going to holler at y'all later. Peace out. And who that tell you? Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit from Sway. Maybe DC or fly. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q and the guys. Go to YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton. New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No, Beast Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the Sports Coma. All we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. conditions apply. See website for details. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.